Hey, Paul, how's it going, man? All right, what's the crack? Good. We've, uh, Why are we laughing? Because we've, because we've had a few goes at this now, and now we're, we're rocking. We're here, and we're ready yeah. to go. And Until for the some next reason, time. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we've had... So, have you got a hitch already? Have you got a glitch already? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I was All just... Right, okay. I was wondering why my camera was still turned on, but I thought maybe you were looking at me, and I didn't realize. But it's, no. it's, it's not the case. No, you're all good. You're all good. You haven't been watching me. Not, not, not recently. No. So, how's it going? How are you? I'm all right, man. Yeah. I'm all right. All, all, all quiet. What about yourself? Uh, pretty much the same. It's that sort of time of year. It's not necessarily quiet, but it's. Uh, um, you're not. You're not quiet. You're. You're flat out. Well, I'm busy. So are you, right? Uh. <laughs> Don't be telling people uh. that. You're up to your eyes, man. You're. You're so uh. busy. You can. You barely have time to podcast. That that is uh, well. The barely having time to podcast is well, almost that bit true. Is true. But hey, um, but you you've um, been away and stuff. Every time I talk to you, it's like, so man, you you've been in uh, Italy or Spain. Yeah, well, or, no, well, once before, really. That's all. I was away in. Ah, uh, well, we're just. Uh, but you know, quite like exaggerating. Well, that's true. But maybe we before we say anything about anything, we should just say hello and welcome to episode fifteen of the Raw Podcast. You are so caring because, for the listener. Because that's something we haven't done. Or is listeners. Listeners. Yeah, um, true. Hello, everybody. Hello. And uh, welcome to episode 15. <laughs> See, this we, is the we, problem with uh, talking on the phone and recording podcasts. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't uh, there was no, there was no um, hello back. No. You know, that's the problem with these kind of, uh, kind of shout outs. You're like, hey, hi, everyone. Yeah. Nobody and then nothing happens. Yeah. So yeah, that's why we should but, uh, do a yeah, live podcast. No, it's good podcast. to be back. It's it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It is. It it's is. been what three weeks? It, it, easily, easily mm. three weeks. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's been it's been a busy time, and uh, I've been away, and uh, you've been busy, and now we're back, and we're we're back into it with lots of uh, things to talk about in episode. Yeah, 15, there's been so lo- there's awesome. been loads of um, technology kind of released. There has and. Uh, I would like it all. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, my, my post box is... Um, Got to be full. I don't, I don't even know what the hell I'm trying to say here. I but anyway, yeah, I, I'd like a lot of new stuff. There's loads of new things. There is loads of new things. There's the Spark. There's um, oh I want, some I want the Apple spark. stuff that was released we can go through. The Apple stuff. Yeah. There was some software stuff that you've you've no, started up that you've got that we can talk about. Don't. We've also got something new. We've got an Instagram... Uh, account we oh, decided we finally to get an instagram account and start yeah uh, i guess prom- from you know promoting our from podcast. me not uh from me not being on instagram there for about four months to now having to uh look at two accounts hey <laughs> that's it i've just went full circle yeah zero to hero anybody else got an account you want me to look at or <laughs> manage for you on your behalf i'm all over it just send me your username and password um, that's it that, I, I've, I've got it guys i've got it dave is no longer uh well he still is a photographer for but he's um he's gone into the seo and uh, marketing area as well so if anybody needs, yeah i'd uh, need to i'd need to you know you're okay you're you're flat out yeah but uh no but seriously how was your how was your trip away and stuff was it trip good? away was good it was a little bit of a break first and then uh was on to the island of ibiza for a, a little wedding which was lovely which was really cool really nice place 
nice chilled out. Nothing like what you would have seen all those years ago on Sky TV with all like lots ah, of crazy people no rave. drinking and raving. And maybe it was. Ah. Maybe the rave just was, was about to start. It, actually, it did seem like it, it was starting to ramp up because we were being asked a few times, you want tickets for the disco? And, uh, for the disco. For the disco. No, and, uh, uh, no, uh, no whistles. Care. No glow no, sticks. No whistles. White gloves. <laughs> no, no white gloves. No. What was the whistle uh, that people used to whistle all the time? What was used that to whistle? go? Ooh, ooh. That, was that not just a shout like ooh, ooh. But the whistle. Oh, that might just be a shout. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the whistle was. People just had whistles, didn't they? Yeah, but just there whistle. was a particular whistle that you would always do. You would always hear people do. I wouldn't do it because I was never into the rave scene, but I, I remember there was always a whistle that they did. Like, oh, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Uh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. So, um, yeah. So that that was that. And it was a nice wedding day and it was something a bit different. And I love good weather to shoot in. 25 degrees. Nice and nice and warm, <gasps> but not too hot. Like, just perfect. You know, oh, that's nice. 25 is like the perfect temperature. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. I did a lot of shooting with the uh, X100F as well, which I... Uh, yes, how are you getting on with the X100F? I, yeah, it's a great camera. I have to say it, it is a beautiful camera. Um, it's it's coming with me to weddings now at the moment, and I'm still kind of experimenting with it. I still feel I haven't, you know, fully got to grips with the editing side of things because I haven't had a chance to really edit a lot of the photos that I've been taking. But... um. But it's a really, really nice and completely different kind of paradigm in using it over oh, paradigm. Look at over you. using an SLR. <laughs> um, Just gonna yeah, go to paradigm. <laughs> anyway, I'll paradigm. keep talking while you're doing that. Um, so yeah, so like with an SLR, you know, you're like we we I think we've spoke about this before. You know, you're looking through the SLR, through the mirror, into kind of real life, and then you're shooting based on your sometimes on memory or sometimes on chimping, on how your exposures are going to come out or how your photos are going to look. And the difference with I guess with the mirrorless is is being able to see that live exposure in camera um, it makes such a difference to how you shoot like. In in some ways it slows you down, but when you get quicker with the camera, it starts to improve how you shoot, I suppose, because you shoot a little bit less because you get to see everything in there and, you know, um, get your exposure right and think about your shot more because you're seeing the actual live photo, you could say, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that's, I guess that's the different <laughs> paradigm that I was talking about. And that's something that uh, is totally new to me because i haven't been using mirrorlesses at all mirrorlesses at all mirrorlesses cameras yeah, yeah because i haven't been using mirrorless cameras at all and i guess using them now has uh, you know opened up a different kind of uh can of worms or you know different world a whole new world yeah whole new pretty world. much yeah pretty much i mean cool. the, the i mean if you look at the you know the speed of the camera is great. Sometimes I find the focus is a little bit shifty, but only very rarely and in weird kind of contrasty situations, which is kind of understandable. Um, you know, it's not a big a big problem, and yeah, um, it's still it's still very fast and very surprisingly fast actually. Because I've always felt that mirrorless cameras were just a bit slower, and you know, when you take the shot, the blackout used to be a bit longer. And that sort of thing used to bug bug the life out of me, but yeah, this camera is great. I mean, I could, I could easily, you know, I easily only 
use that on holidays and for like if you were doing any street work or anything like that you certainly wouldn't need to take a dslr with you um i'm not quite there yet when it comes to shooting a full wedding or anything like that i definitely still think it does have its limitations in in low light um do you reckon well, it does a little bit, yeah. In what in what way? In what way? Well, I was kind of shooting speeches the other day, and I said, "I'll try, I'll try shoot this." And the room was quite dark, um. So I I would have had to shift on to sixty four hundred or even eight thousand to to get any sort of uh, good shutter speeds on it, um. So I figured that the files are going to be noisy at that level. Uh, what you mean? And and probably it's, not I mean, usable look, in color, though. You know. Have you looked at the shots yet? No. No, I haven't, to be honest, but I kind of felt, I guess, you know, 3200 for colour was probably the upper limit for... Uh, I don't know, I think you might be surprised. I think you might be surprised whenever you start to edit them. But, um, yeah, I mean, even if they're black and white, who cares? Well, I guess... It looks nice. Well, that's true, but I I do shoot a lot in colour as well, so... And I'm with the... For example, with the Canon... You know, you could shoot at 3200 or 64 and you could open it up to 1.4. Whereas, I guess, having the F2 just stops you yeah, from well, I suppose you're limited, opening you're up limited that to light. that. Yeah. 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 So that was yeah. probably one of the reasons. And maybe it was because I just took it out at the time. I went, oh, oh, hold on a minute. This is not really working for me. Okay, I'll just put it away. And then do you have your on. do you have your um, shutter speed kind of uh you know, for your auto ISO, or I don't know if you use auto ISO, but do you have your shutter speed limited, or do you... I don't, and that was something I meant to ask you. Can you do that? Yeah, of course, yeah. Okay. So you, whenever you're shooting... So if you set the aperture, say, to you F2. Know, F2, and then set your shutter, set the ISO to A for auto, and then um, in your camera settings, in the menu settings, just set your lowest uh, kind of shutter speed to be like... Well, I go to like 125th or whatever. Okay. And um, you'd probably get away with a 60th because of its, because it's such a wide focal length, you know. I, but then there's a bit of, if people are moving too much, you know, 60th is quite slow, you know, so you might get a bit of blur in people, in in the movement of people. Okay. So like 125th is pretty good. I mean, if you're having people coming down the aisle and you're shooting at 125th, you're still going to get you're still going to get sharp, sharp shots. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you forced it down to 100, 160th, mm, yeah, it's, maybe a little bit dodgy. on the blurry side, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but that'll that'll keep your ISO uh, keep your ISO fairly low enough. Yeah. You know, for um, for speeches and stuff, yeah. and you can set you know you can have auto auto ISO one, two, and three, so you can switch between them. So you could, if you were, you know, doing speeches or whatever, have like an auto ISO two or an oh, auto ISO can. three, oh, okay. and set that. set that to like you know, um, one sixtieth or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And then very that good. way, cause for speeches, people aren't moving really very much. You're just kind of standing there holding the mic. So that, that would maybe work and keep your ISO down quite low. Okay. But, um, and just on the whole, on the whole focus thing and stuff like that. I mean, um, like I've been using the Fuji system now full time for over a year, like a year and three months or whatever. And there is definite times where you kind of do, switch the camera between different types of autofocus or even manual focus. Oh, right. Okay. And you, and you, you kind of pick that up from experience because you know what the camera is good at and what it's not good at. So like for brides coming down the aisle, I always switch it to zone focus, you know, nine points 
and continuous so okay. that when she's coming towards me, you know, I can kind of just aim it roughly in the direction of where their faces are and it'll work. And um, in it, you know, for other things, just go on to single, single uh, focus point. So you kind of begin to figure those kind of things out. But another one final point I would say is that the autofocus on the X100 is better than what the X-Pro2 was when it was launched, I think. So I would say that whenever, um, you know, give Fuji a few months and there's bound to be a firmware update and I would say they'll probably bring it up to be on par with the X-Pro2 because the X-Pro2 is so much better now than what it was whenever it first came out. Because when the X-T2 came out, I was all like, oh, I'm getting two of these cameras. The autofocus is so much better. But then they launched that firmware and it was just as good as the X-T2 in my opinion. So I ended up getting rid of the X-T2 and getting the X-100. And how do you find the X-100? I love it. Sure, it's my it's my primary camera, and I I absolutely love that camera. It's so small, so quiet. I think I like the fact that it's quiet. It's so um, quiet. The best. It's ridiculously mm. quiet. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, I do. I, I still love my X Pro Two. It must be said. I love. I actually think I like the feeling of the X Pro Two in my hands more because it's just that slightly. It's just slightly more chunky, yeah. easier to grip. Whereas the X One Hundred can be a wee bit on the small side, but. You know, I'd rather have that than it being like weighing a ton. Yeah. So um, it certainly makes a difference. Like uh, I know for part of, you know, the reception, I put down my DSLR and walked around with that and felt a bit weird at the start because it was so light and so small. You almost don't feel like you have a camera on you, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. yeah Whereas you're used to having a strap and a big camera hanging around you, you feel if this makes any sense, you feel like the photographer. And when you have that small camera in your hand, you kind of, it just, it just feels completely different. And I suppose that's something you'd have to get used to as well, you know, in a good way though, in a very good way, because you can basically, if if it makes any sense, get closer to people without them really being a camera aware. Cause when they see a big, Mm. big camera on your hip, it's a different, I guess, you can feel the vibe changing, you know, sometimes, and you yeah. have to settle in before people relax around you. Whereas yeah, I think absolutely. with the X100, you can you can get much closer, quicker, take your shot without people really becoming too aware of you. So, yeah, yeah it's excellent for that sort of thing. Excellent. Well, good stuff. So tell yeah. me this, can you ever see yourself, um, you know, using the X100 kind of on a full-time basis? Or mer- or just mirrorless in general, because yes, I think the ex the, the the fact that you're seeing this whole new world of um, having your exposures live in the viewfinder and everything, you know, do you difference. think that's something that you could go? Uh, I would prefer this. Over- I think I think yeah. I, I mean, I think if if eventually I become very comfortable with the quality and know, you know, the way it takes you a while to really know what you can do with a camera and what you can get out of it and how far you can push it and stuff, and yeah, I like to know. I like to know that about a camera before I fully rely on it. I mean, I'm still, you know, in between the D750 and the Mark II, Mark IV. So it's like for me, it's always hard for me to let go of cameras because I'm really like, I like having lots of different, you know, technologies and and I hate selling old cameras. I have a, a really bad thing for letting go of old equipment. I don't know why. So it's I I find it I'm I'm always a little bit slower at switching to something completely, but I'm happy to have now, which I do, 
is three different camera types in my bag, which is ridiculous. That is crazy. I know, but it's like, crazy. but it makes me happy, you know. So, you know, what are you going to do? I guess, but I guess down the road, yeah, I could see myself switching. I could see it well, happening you know, if I become more confident with the X100, and I and I know when I've used your X Pro, it even feels more snappy and fast, and that makes makes you feel a bit more confident in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, I think what you need is a fourth camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've got my iPhone. If having three makes you happy, you need four. Abby is static. <laughs> um, I'll have back, tell me this. back problems, but, you know. Yeah, matter. but sure, you know, yeah, you can get treatment. Yeah, um, exactly. The, um, the Mark Four. then, are you still feeling the love or not so much? Yeah, I think. Uh, do you know what the the biggest problem with the Mark IV for me? I well, okay. Let me give you the pluses first on the Mark IV, okay. and I think the live view and uh, the touchscreen are really, really good additions to that camera. Um, and I shoot a bit, a bit of live view with the Mark IV. It still is a little bit slow, but you can shoot multiple shots with it. Um, even by touching the screen and setting your exposures. And I found myself lately doing a little bit of that. And maybe that's a hangover from using the X100. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that about the Mark, the Mark IV. Um, but I don't, on the, on the flip side, um, I think the Mark IV maybe isn't as good an upgrade from the Mark III as it could have been. Um, right. Oh, what do you think it's lacking? Oh, like a lot of stuff, you know? Like it's lacking, um, definitely in the autofocus department, it's lacking. Wow. Like it still isn't snappy and, you know, maybe they need to do a firmware update or something, but there's times yeah. when it, it really, it really stress, like not stresses me out, what's the word? It really kind of um, irritates me. Like, you know, when you pull, wow. when you, when you, bring the camera up to your eye you see something that's happening in a split second and you want to shoot it and sometimes it just takes so long for the camera to wake up and focus and that the the moment's completely gone oh so it's the wake up it's the turning well, on of the well, camera that's is that one, what you're that is one part of it the other part is unless i'm using servo servo mode where it's basically you know where i've told the camera to prioritize uh letting the shutter go then making sure the focus is in is in um so you know the way you can set do you want a priority to be to shoot first or to focus first do you know what i mean yeah so i yeah. have to set that to shoot first and hope okay. that the servo has got it and nine times out of ten it has but the fact that i have to do that means that if i'm shooting in one shot mode where basically let's say i'm taking a shot and then i'm maybe refocusing or not refocusing um what's the what's the recomposing recomposing yeah, yeah sorry so say let's say i'm taking a shot and then i'm recomposing i'll find that the first focus takes it takes a little bit of time um and then if i use mm. the outer outer modes and you're in you know slightly difficult light it'll hunt a little bit and it shouldn't be right. too that i mean this is an update with a, a, a what's supposed to be a really good focus system, 
from the Mark III, which was a good yeah, folks right. system, you know? So, yeah. and the only reason I think I'm seeing that is because the the D750 is performs so well in the autofocus department. Mm. Um, it's yeah, still second to none. Camera. Yeah, it's still second yeah. to none. I don't know it's amazing, really what it is about it. it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it is about it, but it, it focuses every time, bang on, no problem. You know, and I've often had issues where the bride is walking down the aisle and I'm shooting her with the Mark IV and maybe it starts to hunt and I have to drop it really quick because it's on a sling and grab the 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 D750 because I know the D750 will get the shot every time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's one issue. Um, the ISO on it is is a big improvement. You can shoot at eight thousand and get a fairly good clean file, probably just as clean as the as the Nikon um, D seven fifty. Um, and the um, what's the other thing? I've forgotten. Um, don't know. So you've covered the focus, the noise. Yeah, and um, the dynamic range, sorry, was the other thing. Uh, the D750 has better dynamic range. There's no doubt about it. By mad, about a stop. Mad. By about a stop. Right. You know? But the D750 has a better dynamic range on the D5, apparently, by about a stop. Wow. So I think maybe that's just the sensor that they were experimenting with and they put out there because the, the 1 over 4,000 is still something that irks me a little bit. You know, I have to go to yeah. 50 ISO or the low one to try and shoot wide open in, in strong sunlight. And that's why, where sometimes I slip, you know, I, I slip back into the Mark IV because the Mark IV will give me that little bit more, you know, in, in stops of light. Like when you you yeah. can bring it down to 8,000, sorry, you can bring it down to 50 ISO and bring the shutter up to 8,000 so you can get stuff wide open in good sunlight, you know. Mm. but then funny enough now I've, I'm finding that the X100F can step in on top of both of them and shoot in really strong light and you can still underexpose crazy like so it's amazing that that you know that shutter speed of 32,000 it's incredible like it's really really yeah. cool really really cool Absolutely. so I hope yeah. that wasn't too confusing so like I think I would rank it you know down a bit from what I used to. The, I think the D750 has become my my main camera again, and um, the only reason the Mark IV is probably my still my second camera is because I have because of the lenses that I have um, for it. You know, I use I don't have a 35 for my D750, so I always use the 35 on on the the Mark IV. Yeah. Um, well, I guess time will tell. Time will whether tell whether you'll. Uh, whether you'll ditch it all then? Yeah, I think... I can't see it happening anytime soon. I'm going to put a guess on that in 2020, you might make a move. <laughs> Am I that slow? Maybe 2021. Am I that slow? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got three cameras I right know. now, so... Um... I hate letting go of technology, of different types of technology that I'm so... I think that's the biggest problem with the Mark IV. I'm so used to Canon and I can do anything on the Canon with my eyes closed that makes you'll, you feel you'd really soon be able to do that with you'd soon be able to do that with another camera it's just a matter Probably. of using it the, the difference is I mean because you're using two cameras at every wedding you know if you were using one camera at every wedding that's a, an awful lot of shots in in the space of a year that you've done you've taken with one camera so your your hand and your you know your mind is going to get used to the way the camera operates yeah. inside out. Yeah. Well, I, I never, so just, I never just... have a problem with 
you know, which camera is this? What do I do? You know, that kind Aye, of way. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. If you, if you had to switch systems entirely, you'd have that picked up in uh, two weddings. Yeah, probably. Probably. probably yeah. We'd go, oh, oh shit, should have done that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So there. So, so, there. Um, so that's my... That's my, I guess, my update or my current stance. People are probably sick of listening to me uh, talk about the fact that I've got lots of different cameras and I'm using them all uh, together. But um, well, maybe, maybe, maybe um, on that note, what we'll do is we'll change topic. Um, we've Let's talked about it. the X100 and shit for so long, so we'll move on. Let's will we? do that. Let's do that. Okay, so here's the the uh, the one thing that caught my attention in the last couple of weeks. Okay, that DJI Spark. How awesome is that little thing? Absolutely amazing, man. Absolutely oh, man. incredible. It's, I uh, would so love that thing. It's typical. I just bought the Mavic and then that thing comes out. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I bought the Mavic. I mean, the Mavic's been out for such a long time now. But the only thing that, um, I mean, the Spark is amazing and everything. But the only thing that I thought they, they would have done would have been to have the little collapsible legs. Yeah. You know, collapse the legs in. Because it's still kind of... People say, oh, you know, it's the size of a phone. Ah, yeah, the body's the size of the phone, but then it has legs, yeah, you know, kicking out collapse. on either side. So, um, but it's still it's still a pretty awesome machine. But I, I would say version 2 is probably definitely going to have collapsible legs. And then it really, truly will be something you could actually put in your back pocket. Like, that is mental, yeah. isn't it? It's incredible. It's incredible. Oh, my God. It's unreal. Unreal. Um, you know a bit more about it than to, I do, I think. At this well, stage. I think all I all I really know is what I've seen on their website and everything. But if you were coming new to the drone market now, um, you'd be, you'd uh, well, be considering it, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, I think I think if I didn't have a drone, no, I, actually, let's let's say right. So I I've had the the Phantom Four for almost a year, over a year. I think I got it around last last June. Yeah. So around a year. Um, I think if I had to go out and buy a drone tomorrow or whatever, I think I would just go and get a Spark. Yeah, like because, why not? Like for our level of well, use, like yeah, exactly. I think like I know I know now at this point I'm not going to go off and use my drone for doing commercial work. Yeah, all I want is to whenever I'm off on a hike or whenever I'm off doing whatever or at a cool venue or whatever, I think oh I'll take some drone footage. This will be awesome. And uh, I think for the little for all the size of the Mavic, being able to bring that thing with you absolutely everywhere. And just the little functions like holding it in your hand and it taking off with a gesture. Yeah, it's you know, amazing. it's mental. Amazing. And um, all the other functions, all these new functions that it has for like doing like flyaway selfies and doing um, all these other kind of mad like... Um, it's kind of automating know, a lot of the stuff you would do I, in the controller as well. Yeah, it's automating loads of stuff and and loads of things that you probably wouldn't even have the flying skills to be able to replicate. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, that kind of thing is just incredible. So, I mean, and for the price of it as well, mad. So, so what's the yeah, max? Cool. What's the max distance it can go and the max height? One one point two miles. Okay, that's more distance. than enough. Like more than enough. I mean, how often have you ever flown your Mavic? I'm too afraid to fly away. far away. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, with my, I've tested um, flying the Mavic or the flying the Phantom far away, and I think the furthest I ever got was about two and a half kilometers. And then after that, I just started to get loads of um, uh, interference, it, you know, interference, and messages saying, you know, lost control yeah. or lost contact. And I was like, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Scary. So I'd immediately turn it around and, and start flying it back. So two and a half kilometers is like, what, 1.6, 1.7 miles? Yeah, that's brilliant. And I've never, I, I've only ever done that out of pure curiosity. I've never kind of been in a position where I've thought, I need to fly this thing a mile away. Yeah, I don't You're always kind of flying it if someone you want to look. And anyway, in Ireland, you're not allowed to. No. You have to, you have, to have line of sight to the thing all the time. Any more than half a kilometer. respect. <laughs> Any more, <laughs> any more than half a kilometer you can't see it anyway you know no and i'd say the map the the size of the spark geez you'd lose sight of it in no time it's so small yeah so is does it come with a controller now or um you can buy it with a controller or without so okay. if you buy it without a controller you're just literally using it on your um and on it your costs phone, what, is, 500 quid without a controller yeah it's about that it's pretty cool like. i'll go in here and see buy now here we go buy now Buy one now, Dave. Buy uh, one. Live, buy one now, right. live at the podcast. Go on. Spark. Here we go. Spark series. He's going to do it. Um, you going to do it? Four nine nine. Oh, that's US dollars. That's US dollars. How do you get to Irish? Just go to dji.ie, is it? Or? Uh, this is for Ireland, for people in Ireland. Okay, for Ireland. For Irish people, it's five nine nine. Five nine. Why, um, why do we always have to pay a bit more when, when our money oh, is worth man. more dollars? I read an article yesterday in the Irish Times, which was, be prepared for us to spend an awful lot more on uh, online shopping, up to 35% more once Brexit kicks in. Okay. Well, I'll, Because we're going then. to be paying, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, you know, whenever you buy something from America and then you, you when it arrives in Ireland, you then have to pay an import duty. Yeah. It's going to be like that. Well, can I, can I let you in on, on a little secret yes okay don't tell anybody this um, this is between me and you just me and you so okay, cool. you know you know we've got amazon.co.uk and everything is in sterling so when brexit kicks in we'll have to pay import duty possibly mm. unless yeah. they, unless they they have what they call a soft brexit where they keep the you know the free movement of goods throughout europe and so on mm. if it's a hard brexit then we'd have to pay import duty but I generally buy stuff from Amazon.de, which is in euros and also allows you to get the VAT off at source and is within the eurozone and has the oh. same, pretty much the same store as Amazon.co.uk and is in English as well. So don't tell anybody this. Okay, but that's our secret. Just Nobody else is going to find out. Just and you and the four walls, man. Yeah. So perfect. the DJI Spark you know, will be whatever the German price is on Amazon.de. Now, sometimes things like DJI Spark and stuff take a bit longer to come on Amazon.de, but they will be there and you will be able to get that off because you're in the mm. EU. So there you go. So I just oh, give you, you that tidbit of information. That's that's cool. Well, anyway, the Spark is 599 and <laughs> the, spark, the, the Spark Fly Moving combo. along. <laughs> the Spark Fly combo is uh, 799 and that comes with like propeller blades, extra propellers, two batteries, the controller, the ba- the bag. Wow, two batteries. Two batteries. And a bag. Two batteries, a bag, a controller, uh, pr- extra propellers, propeller guards, um, some kind of weird charger. Uh, okay. and maybe it's just a maybe it's just like a just a general charger it like, doesn't even work on the spark 
just some kind no, of it looks weird like some kind of weird weird phone charger <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no it's good to, oh and you can choose your color as well sky nice. blue meadow green sunrise yellow lava red wow i'd go lava and tell I'd me go, this tell me this this I'd is the, la- the, the be all and end all dave does it work yeah. with the goggles yes <sighs> out of stock sweet lava red out of stock oh, sky but, blue out of stock meadow oh. green out of stock okay. alpha white Alpha White's uh, available. Uh, delivery time, 8 to 12 working days. Wow. That's that's mad that the color ones aren't. I'd just get the white one and paint just it. The, <laughs> put stickers on it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Put, like, go fast stripes on it and everything. Awesome. What are the combo items? Uh, intelligent, intelligent, uh, no, spark battery charging hub. I think it actually, um, it might be one of those little hubs that charges two batteries at once. It looks oh, that's the fly more like combo it. where they give you extra stuff. Yeah, yeah, seven nine nine, seven nine nine for all that. Oh, I'd definitely buy that. I'll go get if it. If I had seven hundred ninety nine oh. and didn't have a drone or didn't How come have a they've Phantom? got loads of white ones, but they don't have the color ones. Is there something like? Do you know what I mean? Are the color ones? Ah, uh, you know, it takes us like at least another six weeks to dye the plastic body. What's that all about? They, it's all marketing isn't it yeah it's, it's all, all like marketing. let's let's offer this little extra and people are going to really want it and we'll yeah. make them out of stock so that people want them even more and the white one looks quite kind of nice like so what's the yeah, white one's fine the thing is you don't see the top of the drone no the color is the bottom the... of the drone that you see yeah that that's always the same so yeah so what's yeah. the point in that i don't know unless you're gonna fly it upside down <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, yeah, what's the point? What's the point I in having a, a stupid color on it? I don't get it. I mean, I, it looks nice. I mean, if the yellow one was available, I'd get it. But still. <laughs> Would you? I wouldn't care about color. Would you care about color, really? Uh, but like this, if there's a choice and they're all in stock, you'd choose the color you like, wouldn't you? That's racist. It's not racist. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a drone. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So they fly at, at the same speed as the Mavic is it 50 kilometers? No, no, no. They're a bit, bit slower. They're 31 miles an hour or something like that. Okay. Um, Still fast. And only, ten, only 1080, which is fine. 1080 is loads. It is for, it more it than for a hobbyist. Like, there's, or even an totally. amateur, you know. Totally. You don't need four. And, um, I mean, you can make little videos on Instagram there. Sweet. And, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's got loads of little cool, funky features, I must say. Mm-hmm. Class absolutely class oh, so there you one. go anyway yeah, they look amazing so that was the one thing that i thought and you can fly it indoors okay that's good so you, <laughs> you know you could fly it up the aisle fly it up the aisle you could take exactly. candidates at a reception indoors yep it would be very you candid because igno- people ignore, would be just all looking up the drone. everybody would be looking up <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore the drone. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just take Yes, yeah. Don't bother. Yeah, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. Carry on, carry yeah. on. You don't have carry to. Carry on. <laughs> Straw, straws, straws flying out of people's drinks. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> all the table, everything on the table is all getting all messed up. Veils right getting yeah, blown around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's Good the TGI Spark. It sounds really, really cool. And I, yeah, I and you know what it. I seen, you know what I seen the other day as well. Um, a mate of mine sent me this, and it was uh, it's like a, <laughs> it's called a a Polar Pro Katana for the 
or this is actually for the DJI Mavic, mm. but it's um it's a it's a stabilizer. So you put your Mavic into this stabilizer that has your phone on top of it. Right. So your 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 um your propellers are folded in, right? So your propellers are folded in. Okay. And uh, you turn your Mavic on or whatever, and uh, you connect your phone up or whatever, and your uh, your Mavic acts like a stabilized camera. Oh, very good. Okay. So you can go around with it, like so. If you're at a wedding, you can lock it into this, and you've got a you've got a stabilized camera, sixty quid. So you walk around just going. No, the 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 thing's not on. It's no, I know, on but in, you have to make in, in the noise. Standby mode. <laughs> yeah, no, it's only on standby mode. Very but good. yeah, it's for, instead of uh, instead of um, having to go off and get a stabilizer unit for. Doing this is for wedding video wow, that'd I guess. be pretty cool. So all you need to bring to your wedding is your Mavic, and that's it. Mavic and a phone. That's and all you phone. need. Shoot a whole wedding. Yeah, it's getting easier. So it uses it's the camera. It uses the camera from the Mavic. You know, because it's on the little gimbal. Oh yeah, isn't good. that mad? That's amazing. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah, and then go. every so often Polar you could just throw katana. it in the air, and uh, yeah, it'll just take those kind of shots. You know, you know when you know that video you sent me where the guy was walking around, then he just throws it in the air and it keeps going. Was that you? Did I? No. Oh, I must show you that video. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's somebody else. Okay. But um, yeah, so there you go, Brilliant. Katana. Brilliant. Pro Katana. Sounds cool. We we'll put um, it in the show notes. We will. Yeah. What else is what else is uh, new and interesting? So you were using smart um, slides as well. You were telling me about smart slides. I haven't gone oh, onto I, that bandwagon yet, but um, yeah, tell us about yeah, smart slides. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. Well, it's um, I I, I kind of went back to it because we swore I thought, we wouldn't um, go near it. I, well, I don't know if we swore, no, but we I think we said I think we said it was kind of um, short of a couple of features. One being that, and one that I still stick by, by the way, which is that. It's annoying that you have to be online to do it. You oh, know? you do, do you? Yeah, you have to be online because you have to okay. upload the pictures to their thing, okay. to their server. And then, of course, the audio is stored on their server and all that kind of stuff. But oh. it'd be cool if you could just, you know, build it offline and then when you go to upload it, upload it. And but you see, they don't, like, want, oh, they don't want annoying. us to do that because then they've no revenue stream, you know? No, but you upload it into their slideshow thing yeah whatever. but other people would just start uploading it to somewhere else and then well they'd... like we use we use um smart albums don't yeah, we that's yeah, offline yeah yeah i guess so but i guess i guess that's the way things are going now everybody every new piece of software that comes out has some sort of subscription now attached to it so that people can i guess so that you know as the with the promise of constant updates you can get you know, um, you pay the subscription fee. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a different way of working. Like it's like Photoshop. Ah, the way Photoshop has gone and the way Lightroom. Yeah, is but you gone. don't need to. You don't need to be online, though. You do not need to be online to edit photos in Lightroom. But is their software? No, I know. But is their their software is based on their server more so than based on your machine? Is that right? No. Oh, you do no, download a, a software piece of software, then, do you? No, sorry. You don't hold log on, on to you're a web about browser. Your... No, sorry, you're talking about smart slides. Yes. Yeah, smart slides is all on browser based. Yeah. Yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. Why don't they allow you to have download a version like you do for um smart albums and just Because you edit the video there 
and and then upload it to their server because there's no you guarantee you you'll up. use their server and keep using smart no slide but server. they may but all they have to do is to make it into a weird file type the exported file type is some stupid weird file mm. extension that only works in smart slides i mean mm. that cannot be That's complicated true. and then um you go on the smart slides log on upload the the exported file mm-hmm. And then you've got your uh, video. That'd be that for me would be way better. But anyway, aside from that, but maybe what they that's have coming. allowed you to do. Sorry, maybe, but I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. But one thing that I um, they have done now is that they have um, allowed you to upload your own music. You know, but so it used to be limited to these five kind of naff samey songs. songs. Well, not five, but like five different ca- six different categories, like emotional, romantic, <laughs> electronic. <laughs> Sorry, I was doing the emotional yeah, electronic background. Yeah, that, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it just, you know, kind of stuff that you think, uh, it's, this is not really, this is all a bit shit. I bet shit, you know. Yeah. So I just thought, yeah. So anyway, they have uh, allowed you to upload your own audio, which cool. I think is way better. So you can write your own songs and, um, if you want. Uh, that's what I always do. <laughs> just write my own in garage band. Lash them out for each wedding. You write a different song. Yeah. you're so talented. Oh yeah, Dave. yeah, yeah. You yeah. are so talented. And I, I just ask people, look, do you want me to write you an instrumental or do you want lyrics? <laughs> do you want me to sing? And more often than not, they want lyrics. <laughs> and I go, do you want three verses, five verses, seven verses? And we just go with like usually seven verses yeah. of completely original material. Oh, it's cool. And uh, fire it out. Anna you know? loves James. You kind of use the same. <laughs> yeah. Get their names. Get their names. Just and, plug them uh, in. Try and throw in their venue name. And, uh, At you know, what, what, what month. It was a rainy day. <laughs> you know, sticking the weather, <laughs> the venue. Maybe mention their bridesmaids and their groomsmen. Just things like that. Just, oh. you know. And, uh, the bridesmaid totally was real unique. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, she was quite nice. You know that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was only anyway. the started the day when she was telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm just going to write that down. Stop stealing my one. lyrics. It took me ages to get them together. And then the coordinator got in the way. She walked a couple into the room. Why do you have to be in the way? I don't want to take pictures of you. Awesome. Oh, man, that's a good one. That's, that's true, though. I'm going to write that down. It's true. And then she asked me, do you have many more photos to take? <laughs> you can tell you used to be in a band man yeah these are all like you know pure perfection pure that's ready to go to print perfection. or whatever it's the saying is what's, what's 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 photos do you have to take i don't know <laughs> i don't know leave me alone <laughs> oh christ we all deal with it though we all deal with it man could you imagine the couple listening to that just going, oh, I didn't realize he had that issue. And then I waited hours for food. <laughs> I was effing starving, but they didn't care. I mean, I, I mean, the venue. Really appreciate I don't appreciate these lyrics mean, who, in their well, slideshow, the Because the couples always think, did they feed you? And then you have to go, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they did. yeah, yeah, they did. Just yeah, two yeah, minutes yeah. ago after four no, hours normally of waiting. What they say, normally what they say is, they say, did you get fed? 
Yeah, 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 did, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my car. In my car. <laughs> I had some, I had like I had an s- old stale biscuit lying <laughs> down the back of one of the seats. Yeah. <laughs> Because the dog got fed, you know what I mean? Mm. I got fed and the dog got fed. But did I get good food? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, different different story. You know. Anyway, smart that, slides. That doesn't apply for everywhere, you know, just just in case, you know. Yeah. There's some great venues oh, out God. there that just oh, feed you. The majority of them Make are you feel happy. And then there's some that yeah. just go, ah, we'll give you some food if there's anything left on the ground later on. Anyway, this is a whole separate, a whole separate discussion, <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry, don't get me started. This is supposed to be about smart slides, but anyway, so they've now allowed you to upload your own music and things like that. So that makes it way better. But mm. what I will say is, is that um, you upload your images, and that's all good. Mm-hmm. And then you can go in and choose your songs, and that's all grand. But sometimes it kind of hangs there. Okay. And uh, it won't preview properly and all that kind of stuff. So I can't tell you how many times I've had to close the browser, reopen it, log back in, or even just refresh the window two or three times and have for you it to kind had of kick an... itself back into action. Mm. Have you had any couples come back and say, oh, we can't get our slideshow working? No, okay. no. All that is worked fine. All that's worked fine. And I must say, the actual finished you know, production of it looks quite well. Okay. Uh, you, can, you run it full screen and it's super sharp it's like 4k sharp you know like apple retina sharp nice because you have to export the images at quite high resolution so they have to be at a height of 2200 pixels okay so if you think about that those images are big you know they're almost almost full res but not quite full res servers must be filling up it must be Mm. they must have massive servers unless they have jpeg mini Maybe, yeah, that's what they're running in the background. So, um, but the, yeah, there's quite cool things you can do. So you can use multiple songs and then you can, you know, break the images up so that it plays a certain number of images in that song and a certain certain number of images in another song, you know, that kind of way. Yeah, very good. So that's very quite good. good. Um, but yeah, but it's it's still kind of slightly buggy. Like I'm looking Finicky. at a, a gallery, a gallery I did, I'm doing now, right? And uh, I've just noticed that there's only... 246 there's only about 60 odd images here and there's supposed to be 200 and something oh like where the hell is all the all the all the other images Did so i have to re-upload all the bloody images again so just i don't know it's frustrating okay. it's not it's not it's not a perfect piece of software that is a fact well so i don't know maybe i just need to give them some feedback or something yeah it seems like it's still slightly early days with them and that, that they're adding new features all the time so I would say maybe, you know... I have a primary like, like feature smart, needs like, to be that it works. Well, that's true. But smart the, this isn't even a feature. The same, wasn't it? At the uh, start. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think smart, smart Albums was a fairly but it decent did have piece, piece of software off the bat. Like, yeah. well, every piece of software has limitations, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's but true. But it's, um, it's, it's having a piece... I have no problem with a piece of software working uh, to within its kind of ability like you know it's supposed to do this does it do that yes it does mm-hmm. but it's supposed to do this does it do it yeah sometimes you might have to reload the browser two or three times for it to actually figure things out right. that's not a good piece of software you know yeah yeah okay but um anyway there you go interesting though it sounds good it sounds like a good piece of like so far it sounds like it's something you can use to replace what you were doing beforehand what were you doing beforehand were you just doing vimeo slideshows or something like that i was um editing them in final cut and then uploading them to vimeo yeah okay and is it saving you time i I don't know if it is yet you know Mm. don't know if it is yet there's times where you kind of go yeah this is probably a little bit quicker but like I was able to edit videos in Final Cut within about half an hour. And what's no it cost, Dave? 
Um, what does it cost actually? Jeez, I can't remember. I can't remember what it cost actually. Okay. Do you pay for a year? Hold on, I'll tell you now. Smart slides. Hmm. Hmm. Purchase information. Oh. Here we go. I have it here. Sixteen a month. And you get 200 slides. Yes, that's right. It's a monthly. It's a monthly thing. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Annual plan paid monthly or sorry. Annual, you have to pay. You have, monthly plan paid annually, is it? Oh, no. Annual plan yeah. paid monthly. Or you can just go month to month and it's 24 euros or dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm paying the other one. That's like 16 or whatever. Okay. But you're contracted for a year at a time then, is it? Something like that. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. You can opt. You can opt out whenever you want. I think. Okay. But you know, yeah. So there you go. And there's a free, I mean, free it's not, trial it's, as it's well. Not bad, so. but, yeah, but it's it's um. Limited. They, no, they put crap all over your pictures. I think. Okay. You know, but like, it, a, like a copyright thing or something. Like oh, that, I or, see. You know, like I some see. kind of stupid message over your thing. But still, if you wanted so, yeah, to give it a try and see if it works for you, you can try it for free anyway. So that's yeah, good. that's true. That's, that's kind of cool. Okay. Awesome. And what was the other piece of software Um, that you were working with this week as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is quite good, actually. So I came across this thing called Flow Hub. So if you're a Flow Themes customer, uh, even though I don't even think you have to be a Flow Themes customer as such. but So Flow Themes being the web-based kind of uh, themes. They do WordPress themes for... uh, They do themes for WordPress, isn't it, I think? Yeah. I think that's all. I would imagine a lot Um, of people are at this point because they seem to be... quite prolific like everywhere oh yeah 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 i mean um yeah so flow themes so they they've launched this new thing although they don't really talk about it much on their website so i don't really know if they're pushing it out hard just yet but it's a it's a it's a section that you can add to your like a plugin that you can add to your wordpress uh, site called flow hub and it's all for the intention of creating uh pricing lists or pricing documents whatever you want to call it um so they're basically saying oh the the pdf pdf pricing documents are like a bit old-fashioned and they're they've had their day so this is a much nicer way of laying out your pricing and in fairness it actually looks really good so um i i tested it out there during the week you can um you can't do a trial thing or anything for it Mm -hmm. so you have to just kind of commit to it um it's a fairly good price. It's something, to be honest, that you could, pro- if you had the know-how and you had the design ability and everything else, you could probably do this yourself if you really wanted to. But right. I don't know. I think the majority of people would rather just have the easy solution, easy method, and pay a hundred dollars a year or whatever, and just kind of, um, you know, implement this into into their site, which is what I did. So it just um, replaces your your pricing thing in a whole fancier new way mm-hmm. um so you can have um for one thing you can have as many pricing documents as you want so you can maybe have a pricing document for like destination weddings you could have a pricing document maybe purely for elopements maybe you could have a pricing document for certain times of the year like who knows you know what yeah. i mean the choice is endless it's really you know for as many price lists as you want yeah um but the thing about it is is that um they're easy to kind of go in and change and also you can ha- there's like a cart option so you can you know people can add things to you know they can tick things off and they'll get a, a subtotal at the bottom which oh, i guess is kind of handy yeah um uh yeah it's just kind of a nice little feature so i guess i'll put a little link into it and in, in the show notes but yeah it's flow hub is the 
is the name they're going they with. They are actually I'm, listing it now on mm. their flow team site. If you go into oh, are they? Yeah, because they, they weren't there last week. Yeah, yeah, they have ah, it. In okay, there. yeah, yeah. Um, and tell me this, I was going to ask you, you know the way um, you were saying there that you can go into the price list and you can add things to cart, does that then link in with, with 17 hats. hats at all? Or no, does that but just they give do you what they a, want, I guess? It gives you what they want and then they fill in they fill in a little form at the bottom. Okay. So you can put in like name, email, you know, you can you can customize the form. They call it the inquiry form, but you can customize that to whatever you want. Stick cool. that in at the bottom and um, that will generate um, an email that's sent back to you. And also, if you log into your WordPress and go into the plugin section, they have a whole kind of like um, little analytics thing that shows how many people have opened it, how many people have sent you an email off the back of it. Cool. So they've worked that kind of thing in. So they've called it like a conversion rate or whatever you know okay. what's your conversion rate of people opening it and people sending you an inquiry Very good that's good um like so yeah i mean what you could do if you really wanted is you could have um you could use this to replace even your contact form so you could set a page on your website which is your contact form which literally links to your flow hub which would have your you know maybe rough pricing or you might want to have your pricing public on your site or whatever mm -hmm. and have the inquiry form below that and then people would inquire via that rather than rather than them contacting you and then you sending off your pricing and then them sending you another form back to say yeah we're happy to go ahead or whatever it is so yeah it's a cool little feature sounds i think good yeah sounds mm. interesting i'm still i'm still playing around with it to be honest okay. but um so far i quite like it i must say well, when nifty. you start using it you can um report back and tell us more about it if it's working well for you i suppose yeah 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 okay. so yeah there you go um what about yourself anything fancy no what about you 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 were kind of um telling me about the apple home thing iHome. Yeah, Apple I... released a few new products during the week. Nothing, nothing that really blows you away. Just updates to the, the iMacs, and the um, they released a, a, a pro version of their iMac, which is five grand and is pretty powerful, but probably not necessary for photographers. Maybe for video or people in VR would start using it a bit, or if you wanted to do four mm. 4K videos and stuff like that, it would fly along. Um, but for 5,000 quid, it's pretty tight, you know. You could get a monitor and an Apple or a Mac Pro for that and still have some change, I guess. But yeah, you could probably get like an absolute beast of a PC. Yeah, so you wonder what, what the market, why they're charging so much for that. But maybe I'm missing something, but so far it just looks like a really powerful machine in a small box and you're going to pay a premium for that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, I guess the only thing, the only interesting thing that they released was the HomePod, which is a bit like um, the Alexa from Amazon, um, and it looks a bit like those Libertone Zip speakers that I have. But it, it's it it's it's basically an Apple, you know, Siri integrated uh, speaker, which listens. Which which Apple say actually, I, I read this that Apple say the speaker doesn't listen at all it only listens for the words hey siri and once it hears that it'll open up and uh, answer oh, any I questions see, right? or anything so i think people were worried about security when it comes to the likes of alexa or is it amazon echo um that's what they call echo. it don't they? yeah yeah so, yeah yeah and people worry about what it's listening to and security wise and all that sort of stuff it so it's right. it's kind of um it's a bit it's a bit like um 
the Liebertone speakers, it's probably a bit smaller. The sound quality is supposed to be uh, a lot better than a, than the um, Amazon um, Echo. Right. It's got the Siri integrated. It has a, uh, like a, a subwoofer in it. And it has basically a spatial recognition feature that that allows it to sense what type of room it is and to adjust the sound accordingly and the listening quality accordingly because it has, I guess, built-in microphones as well. So I guess if you're in the Apple world and you want to integrate that into everything else that you have, it would work really well. Like, it doesn't at the moment work with um, the likes of Spotify and stuff. It only works with Apple Music, which I think is a bit annoying because Apple tend to do that and they tend to limit things, but eventually they tend to open things up a bit. Um, and um, it also has, what was the other thing I was going to say? Yeah, the Siri integration, which integrates with other Apple stuff and also integrates with HomeKit. So anything that links to HomeKit will be able to be used with Siri on this speaker. So like if you have, for example, the Philips Hue system can be linked in through HomeKit. So it means that you'll be able to activate your lights and stuff like that from that, from the speaker and so on. So yeah, so it has kind right. of a few good things. That, that'll also integrate with the Nest system. So you could say, you know, Siri, turn the temperature down to 19 degrees and it'll just do it for you. So there you Yeah, go. but I mean, they all do that though, don't they? I I think so, pretty much, yeah. They, they do, they do, pretty much, yeah. It's just another one um, for people who have a lot more Apple, you know, Apple environment. So the Apple TV and, and you can search through that if you want and, and all that sort of stuff as well, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just a, a big part of it though is the price, isn't it? Price is 349 I mean, so yeah. It's expensive, expensive enough, but well, I suppose if it has a better, if it has a good quality speaker in it, then you're kind of getting a speaker in. It still is there, but all Apple's products are always premium priced. That's just the way they do mm. things, and it, it won't be coming um, for a while anyway. It won't be. I don't think it's released until December in America, and God knows when we'll get it then. You know. Yeah, I I hear like the thing that I looked at uh, whenever I first seen it was that yeah, I mean you can't stream. Spotify on it, you know, which is so stupid. I'd say you could airplay Spotify from your phone to it and use it like that way as a speaker, but you can't oh, stream direct. Like with the Libertone Zip, for example, right? I c it now has integrated Spotify. So if I'm listening to Spotify on my phone and I walk out of the room or I head off down to the shops, it'll still play my Spotify through the mm. speaker, which is pretty cool. And then it'll come back and remember where you are and so on, you know, without your phone. Yeah. Um, do you know, I'm on a, um, I'm on a website here and they're doing a comparison between the Echo, the Amazon Alexa, Google Home and the Apple HomePod. And on Sound, the Echo wins. Oh. Isn't that mad? Interesting. Yeah. Because mm. I have read that that the HomePod comes off as more bold and vivid um, than Sonos home and on. a lot better than Amazon Echo. Mm. But that was from CNET. Sound Home on adaptability. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And uh, the overall uh, feeling at the end of the review is that the winner for now, it says, is Google Home. And what website is that? This is Digital Trends. Because okay. I know I read mm. on Engadget that they said the HomePod's audio is incredible. Um, and it 
it, in their opinion, beat the Amazon Echo. So I don't know if they... They probably got it for free. They probably got it for free. They probably did, Dave. They probably did. You're dead right, man. It's all a conspiracy. It is. It's all a big conspiracy. <laughs> no, but I just think that, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I, would you Would you like one of those things? One of those things that mm, you it, talk to it, in your house? No, it doesn't... I think I'd run out of moment. questions. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd run out of things to ask it to do for me. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It doesn't. Once I've got it to set the lights and... I mean, it's not even compatible with my lights. Well, I don't know what I would ask the HomePod to do. Yeah. Keep you company when, when D is out, maybe. Just talk to you. Hey, say say um, sweet, sweet nothings in your ear. You could just ask a little questions whenever you're, you know. <laughs> who's that actor in that movie? Or you could say, oh, Which like, movie oh. is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one with your man, the guy. Would you say hey, things like home, HomePod? Who, who's, the, who's the fairest photographer of them all? Of them all. You are, Dave. Uh, it is Paul Mongan no. from Motel. Oh, shut up and I can break it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There I do that. Go. That's why you wouldn't want it. There you go. Um, yeah, no way. There you so go. So there you go. So that was a long That's it, really, isn't it? That's us. That's us. There's another another one in the bag. Oh, it's a bit of a waffle, wasn't it? Done. Well... If they tune in, they know we're going to waffle at this stage. So Shall we tell people where they can um, uh, find out more about us? You do that. No, you do that. Come on. Okay. Um, so we have um, we were we we mentioned at the start, didn't we, that we're on Instagram now? Yes. So we are underscore raw podcast. Raw podcast was taken. I meant to look, I meant to look up and see who they were. But um, it's probably some like healthy eating, you know, stupid yeah. Instagram <laughs> yeah. page. I was waiting. It was it was severely sore waiting for it you was, to finish uh, that sentence. But is it yeah, not yeah. underscore Rod Podcast underscore Dave? Oh, see, this is why you would have been better to do this. I probably would be. Yeah. Oh. Do you want me yeah, to do I it? It would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're on. Instagram at underscore raw podcast underscore for anybody who wants to yeah. follow us there. And we'll yeah, follow we just you did back. That we did that to make it symmetrical. Yeah. We did that to make it symmetrical. And uh, yeah. our, what's our Twitter, Dave? Oh, God, you're, you're telling me? No, I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm asking you back. What is it? It's... We don't really tweet, do we? Let's be honest. We do. What do we tweet? Do we? What do we tweet? Um, I don't know. Stuff. Yeah, I, we're doing. I don't think we. I don't think. I don't think we tweet much. Well, we do actually. We tweet every time we uh, we post a new that's, uh, episode. That's not good. That's not good tweeting. And looking at our looking at our Twitter account now, the last time we tweeted was for episode twelve, so uh, that's bad, we missed episode thirteen, which is bad. And a ro- uh, and fourteen uh, and fourteen and fourteen. There you go. So our our Twitter is at podcast underscore raw, and we should actually change that to underscore raw podcast underscore. So everything is. You know, unified in a in alignment. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, what are we going to um, what what are we going to Instagram about? Like, what are, like what are we going to what are we going to put up there? Well, they'll just just have to wait and find out, won't they? We could ask people like to um, uh, you know, tell us on the on the uh, yeah. on the Instagram. Okay. You know, send That's us a message and say. Hey man, will you post my photo, Dave, on your account? Paul, show us more of that. Okay, um, that kind of thing. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Sounds good. It's all about creating conversations. It is. 
It's about that's what I heard and living authentic. Yeah, hashtag live authentic. Yeah, you gotta do that. Hashtag podcast. Hashtag. There you go. Um, anyway, so that's it. I right. hope everybody's enjoying their summer. I have to go and summer. collect my. Yeah, I have to go and collect my dog. Everybody um, out there who is slaving first. away, shooting weddings, um, driving here and there and everywhere. Good for you. Keep it. Keep it up. Yeah. I hope we're keeping you company in your long travels. And if keep we are, and follow us on Instagram and send us a wee message and say, "Hey guys." I'm driving to Mayo. Can you shout? Send me a shout out. I don't know. We should. I we should know. have ended this podcast like seriously, like three or four minutes ago. We should. Have. Let's end it. Let's, Let's end, end it right, right now. now.